Hello. I think we are looking a lot better today as far as internet connection. Let's find out shortly. Oh, let me jack up my bitrate. Settings. The guy is still here, I believe, putting in the cable, but we're ready to rock, I, I think. I might start, I'm going to start, should I start again? I don't know if uh, the bitrate will improve. Did the bitrate improve? Because it started at 100. I want to jack it up to like 3,000. Because we got so much shit internet now. What's up, everybody? Yeah, I got some cool stuff to talk about today, too. Are we good? Frozen? Well, I'm still out, outdoors uh, and on, uh, what's it called, Wi-Fi. And I just got tons of gear for the studio, which will be d direct Ethernet. I got a uh, one of those heavy-duty gaming computers. It was called a, uh, I'll tell you right now, Art Wing uh, gave me this laundry list of stuff that would help out. Oh, I, I got some great, uh, some great stuff to read to you guys. Some really cool sketches are being sent. Uh, great emails, and I want to talk about the walkaway thing, which is really cool, as well as uh, I chatted with Eric Weinstein yesterday. Oh, I got an iBuyPower desktop Intel Core i7, 16 gigabit memory, one terabyte thing. So, shit. Hang on a second. Yeah, I gotta kill the bit rate. Streaming. Hello. I can't move closer to the Wi-Fi because my boy's uh, sleeping in there right now. You just gotta trust me; it's gonna be fine. It'll be fine, and I have a good uh, stream for you guys. I have some good stuff to talk about. Looking fit? Yeah, I haven't had carbs in five days. And it does feel good. I've been eating about eight or nine steaks a day and tons of uh, eggs. I can move it closer, I think, to the Wi-Fi. I'm going to lower the bit right again, like way down. I'm not spiraling because I'm confident that this will be fine. Brother, you need one of those super long Ethernet cables. I have all of that stuff. Just trust me on this. I just dropped like the last two months full of uh, Patreon and subscription, what you guys like donate and stuff. Uh, all of it on uh, revamping our tech issues as well as uh, helping out. Like one dude has a broken back in England. I'm helping, I helped uh, him out a bit with their commie uh, healthcare and couple other bears were in a bad spot and uh i just also bought a ton of shit that should help with all of this but uh right now i'm decently far from the router but i just put walter to bed with uh, a nice little bear story this shit ain't working huh clear as a bell now no i think it's clear i think it's clear 
Connection sucks, so I'm going to catch the replay, but here's a little bit for you, for all you do for us from Taming Strange. Taming Strange, that's a great name. I feel like, uh, I feel like it'll be better. Is it working yet? Is it really way better if I move it closer? Still lagging? All right, we're good. I don't give a shit. I, I normally don't even uh, stream on Saturdays, but there's been a lot of a lot of cool stuff. So I obviously got back to Eric Weinstein that I was uh, talking about our little situation, and we talked yesterday, and uh, maybe I was being a little harsh. Uh, I, he he was ta- he was saying that uh, the reason he was so hard on me is because uh, the I, he had high expectations for me. He called me a working man's genius. And obviously, you know, he's buttering my bread a little with that. And I was like, go on. But he said, uh, you know, that, that I, I use, uh, it was kind of like what I was saying, that, that I use words like gay and faggot and stuff like that. And, uh, but it was a positive conversation. It was. But here's the thing about the, uh, the intellectual dark web, that, that the problem that they will face, move the phone closer. Well, this is on Wi-Fi, but it, I don't have it connected to the, the cable yet. Uh, shit. Hang on. I'm just going to lower the bit, bit rate to like nothing. All right. I'm about to start getting insanely pissed again. I'll move the whole table. All right. Hang on. I'm moving the whole table. I don't even know if that does anything. Like, just like... Does like that amount help? Oh man, I hope my 80 inch cock wasn't hanging out of my shorts. That's why I'm starting to uh, eat uh, spinach again. Is because when I eat too much uh, meat, I'm scared that my cock will get too gigantic. Yeah, this is looking pretty fuzzy. That's okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep, uh, I'm gonna pull it even closer to the house. Hang on. Hey man, every little bit, right? Every little bit. All right. Black and white quality. We're good. Everything's fine. Everything is great. Solid picture and sound, says Alvin. Thank you, Alvin. Yeah, we're going back to the to the late 90s. You know, when you had to just, it was like... All right. So I was kind of talking shit about the intellectual dark web and saying that uh, I was bummed that Eric Weinstein said that... Uh, I was bad for his brand or whatever. I'm going to walk back a little of that. Not really. I, I don't like regret saying that, obviously, because I had a good chat with him yesterday. But uh, I'm, he's cool. He, was just, he just thinks that he said, he said that uh, I have a big heart and I'm uh, insanely smart. No big deal. But I, I don't help myself because of like the words I use and that it, I, 
he, he like thought that I'd be like big in, in leadership. And I'm like, yeah, which words though? And he was like, you know, you say gay and faggot and stuff like that. So I want to kick off today's live stream with my opinion on the word faggot. I've done bits on this. Uh, but yeah, Eric's a cool guy. But oh, real quick, I want to say why I, I think that uh, intellectual dark web is going to go nowhere. It has the same exact problems as LGBT. LGBT based their entire organization on a, a lack of discrimination. So that's why we now see it becoming so insane. Because if you don't discriminate, that means you don't discriminate. And that means, you know, you're starting to get these like trans kids and pedophiles and all that stuff. Uh, that's when you base your organization on something that can't sustain itself, it can't possibly work. And, and so if he's, uh, if the intellectual dark web is basing themselves on being these peripheral characters that, that are all about free speech, that means they can't censor anybody. That means they can't tell me what words I can and can't say. That means that it, it has the same, uh, uh, issues as, LGBT, you cannot base anything on a lack of discrimination. Discrimination is good. You have to be able to discriminate. I only have sex with one person, and that's my wife. That's discrimination. That's, that's the whole point. So um, here's my bit on the word faggot, and I'm going to work on the, uh, the bit rate a little bit and see if I can fix anything here. Boom. Oh, and this is on YouTube. I had it unlisted when I was getting suspended for everything, but I just relisted it. It's, it's old. I mean, this is over a year and a half old. So if you want to check it out, it's called The Burden of Comedy. It's on my page. Faggot's funny. I'll explain faggot. <laughs> um, certain words just don't say. Obviously, there's some. But uh, faggot's hilarious because I love that you guys are uncomfortable. Wait in three minutes. You'll be like, no, 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 just trust me. How many times do I have to kill a joke if you fucking trust me? Thank you. 
Oh shit. So uh so yeah, that's the joke. And it's uh it's true. And when uh, that's obviously not knocking babies. Oh, is the video going uh going low again? Hang on a second. I think we all know how I stand on babies and children. Big fan. I had a great talk with Malanu yesterday. It's one it, I think it's my favorite Malanu I've ever done. Uh, about why men should have families. And, and, and it, was, it was like a really cool, balanced look because he has a lot of these uh, MGTOW guys or his fans, but he's also a very happily married, uh, proud father and, and very into to babies. And so uh, we, we, I think we bridged that gap really well about acknowledging and respecting like a lot of what young men are are facing the, the fears they're facing as far as starting a family. And, you know, when, when it comes to uh, divorce courts and the way men are depicted in media and how they're so cucked out and all this stuff. And, and me and Malanu had just a, a really good talk about how to rise above that. And, uh, and so, yeah, but anyway, that faggot joke is true. It's like with, with changing economies, People get blasted when they don't uh, make money for certain people or don't expand governments. And the word faggot literally just means burdensome person. Like a postmenopausal w- woman with no children is considered a, a faggot. Uh, and when you think about Chelsea Handler, that, that makes a lot of sense, you know? Oh, and uh, uh, someone else wrote to me that Theo Vaughn's actually pretty smart. I think Theo Vaughn's totally smart. When I called him a southern retard, I was uh, kind of joking. I mean, he is kind of a retard, but he's like really smart. It's like one of those uh, dualities that pretty much most comedians seem to occupy. But I like Theo Vaughn. I'm actually probably going to do a show. I was talking to him yesterday. Because the thing about honest men or women are just people that kind of uh, are outspoken and, and committed to uh, free speech and just being an honest person. We say this shit to each other. Like, I wrote to Theo, like, what the fuck? Did you talk shit on your podcast with Whitney Cummings? And, and so we, uh, we rebonded over that. That's the thing about being honest, is you can rebond with people. Like, me and Weinstein had a great talk yesterday. Me and Theo have had great talks. And uh, he's, he's heading to China, I believe, today. But uh, it's his... his Stage, what I was referring to is a stage persona when he's like, man, I don't even know what a doorknob is. Like that shit is, is retard. I love Theo's comedy. I just recently came across him on his face. That's funny, Philly. Uh, Theo Vaughn is from Louisiana. He's a great dude. I would love to see you on his podcast. I've been friends with Theo Vaughn for 15 years. I used to do, uh, right when he, when he got out of, he was on Road Rules. He was on a reality show. And me and him used to be, uh, we used to tour together. We've done Miami Improv together, a bunch of places together. I know him really, really well. And he's a really good dude. That was one of the only reasons that I got really bummed out that uh, it sounded like he was sipping on some soy with Whitney Cummings about the Big Bear. Uh, he's, I've always rooted for him. He was one of my first podcast guests when I first started the podcast. He, uh, he's a sweetheart. He's, I've been to Mexico with him. I, I once I uh, went four wheeling in Mazatlan with him. I uh, I got caught in a rainstorm with him in uh, in Mexico. Yeah, he's hilarious. 
That's why I got so pissed off. I don't get pissed off. If, like, like Pod Save America and people like that have talked shit about me. I don't even bring it up because I don't respect them at all. You know, there's no like, uh, there's no, there's no offense to that because that's just typical. It's kind of like, you know, coyotes eat dog shit. It's just what they do. I found him through his JBP interview. Yeah, I got, a, I was, uh, I was a little jealous of that. And I was, a, ex, that, that I, I expressed a little bit of envy yesterday and I, I got to the bottom of, of where it was coming from. And I think I figured out how to not feel it. I just, I want to have more people on this podcast. I think sometimes I miss talking to people about things I'm really interested in. So I, uh, I hit up Delev and I'll hit up the Bear Jew and Coddington and, and some other people to reach out to people to be guests on this show. Cause I think that's the only thing that I'm actually envious of or jealous of is, uh, the mixing of minds with, you know, just being able to, uh, to communicate with someone else about something you're really interested in. And if I was really honest with myself, that's what it was. Cause there's so many things I want to talk to Peterson about. And, and then I realized it's not about Peterson. It's about just all kinds of people I want to talk to. So you could chat to JBP anytime, big bear. That's true. That's true. But I don't have like a booker or anything like Theo's got a booker and shit. And he's also gay. I'm just kidding. I love you, Theo. Theo's a good dude. I've always said support Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn's a funny fuck. Doesn't sip the soy. I mean, he did with Whitney Cummings that one day. It's a little annoying. And her, her face does not look like a melted candle. I was too harsh. Anyway, so the things that I think I'm most interested in these days are education and farming. So if anybody has anybody that would like to talk to me on one of these live streams about... Um, Education, what they're facing as teachers, uh, what they, you know, if they have experience in education, how to teach better, homeschooling, public education, any of that, how kids learn, how humans learn. I also, uh, I also am really interested in farming because I have all this land now and I really don't feel like just mowing it all the time and I want to, uh, to grow stuff. The positive side of despair is enlightenment. What a great thing to say. I love that. Yeah. So that's where that, so that's, I think that's one reason why I'm so uh, open and uh, vulnerable to you guys and to the world typically is because I don't think anything's learned or shown even myself or with anybody else, unless you're just totally open about stuff. And yesterday I was, uh, I was openly envious and now I think people can get to the bottom of why and see how you can get through it. And that's how we can all get skills to like actually get through stuff and not just be prisoners to our own instincts. And uh, if I was super honest with myself, it'd be that I miss talking to interesting people on the regular. You know, that's what I missed about L.A. when I left. And I can have that still. And it's my own fault for not pushing forward. Uh, boys don't learn audibly. They learn by doing totally hundred percent. I agree with that completely. And, uh, all right, I'm going to read a couple emails and I'm going to show you some cool stuff. Like for example, cause this all got me thinking like these, e like emails like this got me thinking. This is from uh raw. Hey, Owen, I've been a fan for a while though. I haven't been too vocal in the community. Uh, he's 21, grew up in inner city, Chicago. Uh, I'm just some, uh, uh, don't really have many people to talk to about this kind of stuff. 
So I'll use this time to vent to someone who might care. If you don't find too much interest in this part, feel free to skip to the next paragraph. Now we're gonna, I, we're gonna talk about Raul today. I like this. And I can't get to most emails and I didn't even respond to this. I'll just talk about it on the stream because I think more people will probably relate. It says, basically, I grew up in a two-parent household for a big chunk of my life. However, my dad was, was really never there. I had a brother who was six years older than me, and it was clear he loved him a lot more. Uh, all right, I'm going to skip ahead because I don't want to re reveal too many uh, personal things. To cut to the chase, I've grown my skills in computer programming quite a bit, and I'm reluctantly going to be attending college this fall. I'm pursuing a degree in computer science. I know how you feel about colleges in America, and I actually feel the same way, but after months of putting my resume out, interview after interview, it was never, I was never hired. I have plenty of insecurities, and they have become apparent during the interview. I'm fairly self-confident when it comes to my skills with a computer. It's more so my lack of self-confidence in my appearance and shit like that. Any tips on building that? Confidence during interviews and getting hired. The living situation I'm in now doesn't feel any better either. I'm struggling monthly. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say too much about the dude's life, but uh, I've gotten to the point where I might just want to leave it all behind and head to a different state or something and just work on a farm somewhere. I'd probably be a lot happier. Not sure how I'll do it, but right now my main priority is getting the hell out of this house because it feels as though my brain is just getting more and more fucked up. I'm just a dude sitting at step zero. I know I got a really good brain on my head. I just never had anyone to give me some sort of direction in the world. If you know anyone in Chicago that needs a hardworking guy, let me know. Keep being an inspiration, Owen. Hope you and your beautiful family are doing well. All the best to Amy, Walter, and the new one on the way. Much love from Chicago. Uh, yeah, and he, uh, and this is what got me, and this is what always gets me. This is what makes me feel a responsibility to try and give really good advice. He said, uh, uh, some of these people don't have people that are honest with them in their lives. And I think that's what really causes the, uh, that, that feeling that your brain's fucked up. He said, that, I guess that's why I gravitated to your stuff as well as uh, Peterson and Crowder. This may sound a little weird coming from someone you don't know, but I watched your live streams and realized I was looking to you for advice, that tough, get your shit together type of advice a dad would give. I guess since mine was distant, I naturally tried to fill the void left there. This is where you've been a massive help. You motivated me to start working on, on something to make myself useful in the world. Man, that's heavy. You know, that's, and that's, I, I, I'm reading this because I think so many people relate to this. My advice for you about confidence in an interview, here's the thing. Most jobs you get from people you know. That's just the straight truth. And uh, I'm not the best at being interviewed. I'm really not, which is funny because I'm a I'm pretty confident person. I'm, I'm well-spoken. But most entry-level jobs I've ever had have been from uh, friends, have been from people I've known, you know, friends of family, of friends of friends, or someone you meet, someone that can vouch for you, because it's the same in acting. Acting's the same way. It's like um, when you're auditioning for a part in acting, you're auditioning for third place. You're trying to be the best at third place, because the producers already have someone they want. They already have an, uh, an offer out. You know, they have an offer out to uh, Denzel Washington or somebody. And then, and then the, the writers have their friend or their dream guy that they want. So they have the offer out to uh, Jimmy Kimmel because it's a lot of weeping in the scene. 
And then anybody who comes in like me that would audition would be auditioning for third place. In, in case the first and the second fell through, you would be third. And that's not even third place because you also have the, uh, the uh, casting director's favorites. So you're probably auditioning for fifth. And that can still happen. That's happened to me. I've gotten two commercials auditioning for fifth place. And, uh, but Sullivan and Son and all the Sandler movies and stuff, those, I was put in there by Adam Sandler personally or Vince Vaughn personally. That's how that happened. Uh, so my suggestion for the interviews is try and have someone put in a word for you at an entry level. And don't be shy about entry level. Don't be shy about uh, working in the mailroom or working as an assistant or working in a, in, a, in a degree where you have the ability of proving yourself. You're never going to get that dream job cold. It's just never going to happen. I mean, maybe it'll happen. Maybe, but, but you can't live like you're, uh, like you're expecting to win the lottery. So if you, and you seem like such a good kid, you know, you seem like you, you have all the, the things that people would want to hire you for. And that's why I'm taking the time to really uh, address you because what you wrote was very sincere and I relate to as well, you know? So as far as that goes, I also think you should get out of your house, but don't, but don't put yourself in a vulnerable position. Don't, um, say anywhere is better than here because I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of place worse. There's a lot of places that can be worse than wherever you are at any given time. And there's a lot of people that take advantage of people running from, uh, from an uncomfortable situation. You know, that being said, if you don't feel like it's the right environment and at 21, you should, you should roll, you should bounce, you should get the hell out of there and find a place of your own, but community is the most important thing. You got to have friends. You got even if it's one or two friends, even if it's a, a distant cousin, even if it's uh, somebody that you knew from high school, you know, just somebody that has your has your back because we're communal animals. We're not lone wolves. The lone wolf dies. So that's my advice to you, my friend. And thank you for writing that. That was uh, that was cool. Westside Jack wrote me something uh, pretty sweet. He said. You're an outsider, I'm an outsider. We're a bunch of hilarious bear misfit toys and you're the badass lion from the Rudolph movie. I've always found myself on the edge of ideas and working in chaos. It often gives me right uh, it often keeps me right outside the circles of influence that I admire most, but it's an underrated place to be. You're not the most popular kid at school, but you're by far the funniest and the coolest. So cheers to the outsiders. Viva la big bear. If this pisses you off, just go play the piano in a sauna. Westside Bear. Uh, so true. And I, I also really needed to hear that, bud. Because it's true. I'm, uh, I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm not the coolest kid these days. And uh, being an outsider is fine. It's like sometimes the outsider is where you have to be to, uh, to put certain things together and be able to say certain things, have certain freedoms, and just be honest with yourself. Because the sacrifice... I mean... Like today, I walked into Best Buy and the guy standing at the door shook my hand firmly and said, it's an honor to meet you. And, uh, and I really felt that because it's not, I don't have like fame. It's not like little Japanese people are running around taking pictures of me and shit because I'm famous. It's like every now and then you'll connect with somebody that gets it, you know, that, and the guy said to me, and this is what I love. And this is what happens when you're an outsider, I think. You know, he said, uh, 
it meant so much to me that video you made about Sam Harris and uh, your reaction to Sam Harris uh, was C.S. Lewis. And I could see in his eyes that he, it really did mean a lot to him. And, and I think that that is a fine place to be where, you know, you don't have, you're not the coolest kid in school, but, but you get to call it like you see it. And, you know, I'm on the Intellectual Dark Web website. And, and, no, and me, knowing me, knowing the fucking fact that I just can't seem to, uh, to just keep my mouth shut and just be a member of, of, of a cool kid group. I, I was like, I was calling it gay. Because I think it is gay. I think it's really gay. Alright, let's uh, talk about some more stuff. It's an honor to meet you. That's what greeters need to say. That's hilarious. Imagine if that's how all the greeters uh, spoke. Like at Walmart or anywhere. Let's read a couple super chats. Connection sucks, so I'm out. Oh, I read that one. Censorship leads to getting shot in the ditches. Of course it does. Dude, check out this shirt. I know it's a bad connection. But you see the shirt? Socialism always ends in starvation and genocide. I don't know if you can see it. Boom. Dude, I just rocked this shirt. I was rocking this shirt in Walmart today. Buying uh, steaks. Because all I'm eating is steak right now. Except I'm starting to bring back a little spinach. So my cock doesn't get too big. Because that's an issue. And, and the Walmart guy, the, the, the guy at the, uh, the, uh, the cash register, just looks at me and goes, that's true, by the way. This is a young dude. And, uh, and I was like, it is. And we both kind of looked at the rest of the people in the line almost like, it is. <laughs> you know? You can get these shirts, by the way, at unbearablestore.com. I think that's where you can get them. I, t I just texted Brandon. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That's where you can get these shirts. Unbearable. Yeah, cashier. That's what they're called, right? Aisle guy. Question, would you consider doing an interview with Vox Day? I don't know anything about Vox Day. But I would... Right now, I really want to do interviews with people about education and farming. But I would do... Uh, I would do whatever. The JP diet, is it real? Well, I've been doing it for five days. I just, uh, I really wanted to see if I could do it because the way he described it on Rogan when he was like, he was like, I could hang off a window with just my fingertips for, for 30 days. I can do that. And, and part of me was like, yeah, I mean, am I a pussy? Like, I, I, is my willpower capable of that? So I just, uh, I'm doing it kind of to, uh, to prove it to myself. Brent says Jesus was a communist. That isn't true at all. Jesus is the opposite of communism. Jesus freed the individual. Jesus uh, put the spark in the individual. He's the exact opposite of collectivism. It couldn't be more uh, opposite. Couldn't be more opposite. He said, love your brother, not hold a gun to your brother's head and take his money. Don't do Vox Day. You'll just brand as a neo-Nazi alt-right figure. I, I don't care about brands. I think branding is dumb. I I really do. I I would do I would talk to I would talk to Hitler himself. I'd sit down with Adolf Hitler if I knew German. I I I don't understand why people wouldn't talk to people. I think that's so awful when people do it to me. If I did the same thing to other people, that what would that make me? 
I'm not going to do a debate about fucking Holocaust denial or any of that shit. Because it's just boring and it's annoying. But uh, I'll talk to human beings. I'll talk to, Vo- tell the, how about this? I'll talk, to, I'll talk to Vox Day about farming or education. I really, really don't want to talk about like anything fucking dumb. <clears throat> All right. Heather says Jesus was brown. Well, probably brownish. All right. I'm doing a funny sketch about Sam Harris. Someone sent me this. So there I was, minding my own business, and a Democrat starts climbing all over me and touching me inappropriate. Hashtag me too, and it's the Statue of Liberty. I thought that was really funny. Someone sent that, this to me on Instagram because they couldn't, Twitter wouldn't let them tweet it. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I got your back, bud. I find Sam Harris very annoying. I don't hate the guy. I'd hang out with him. I'd have beers with him. But uh, I find him annoying. I'm, I'm doing a sketch tomorrow, I think, called The Sam Harris Family, where I, I, we're just dressed very conservative. And we're like, we are a Sam Harris family. And we're driving in the car listening to a Sam Harris podcast. And I'm just so stern about determinism and how no one has free will. <laughs> All right. Oh, we got, we've got some people in here. This is a beautiful picture of uh, Amy and Walter at the beach. I love that picture. That's uh, the Puget Sound where we live. Oh, some dude's trying to come up with uh, Big Bear Ale labels. This dude, Quentin Simpson, out of Stone Mountain, Georgia. I, he was tagging me on Instagram with these. I think that these would be awesome. That's one thing I want to grow on my property is just stuff I can make booze out of. Whether it's strawberry wine or some sort of beer that doesn't give you man tits. Uh, let's see what I'm, that's only 97% beautiful picture and not quite 98. Interesting. I want to grow uh, ha- uh, cannabis, but not to smoke. I want to I make shit out of hemp. I hear hemp is like really good shit. I don't even want to grow weed. Like, I just want the shit that you don't smoke. Because, like, okay, here's the, the yard underneath this is what it was before, and the one after is, is what it was after. I don't know if you can see. That's some high-ass grass and a lot of ferns and bullshit everywhere. And I just took that out with a fucking machete and a push lawnmower. I can't have, I can't have animals there because that's the pump house for my well. And you're not supposed to have animals above uh, your source of water, apparently, because of all the the piss. And so I really want to use that for something. I want to uh, I want to grow stuff. If anyone has any ideas, please uh, comment on the on the video. Oh, here's a nice picture of me and Walter. I think that's such a sweet picture. Man, you can't really see shit because of this bit rate. I'm going to try and raise it again. Famous last words. The hubris of man. Let's crank it up. Let's crank it way high. Let's go. Let's seven, times as, seven times as many. Oh, I definitely want bees.
Get bees, make mead. That's a great idea. What about, is there strawberry mead? Is there strawberry mead? Is the stream, is the stream gone? All right, I'll lower it again. All right, lowered it. I'm back. I wonder if I, uh, why not something funny? I think my phone was actually faster. Am I back? All right, let me read these super chats. And then I gotta go. Walter will be up soon. Back. Yeah, I'm too far from the Wi-Fi. It's all good. We're gonna fix it. Why is you your face bored out? What have you done with the big bear? Um, I've stolen the big bear. Would you ever call into the Dick Show with Dick Masterson? Sure, of course. He would love to talk to you on the show. If so, can you get an email he can contact with? Yeah, unbearablecomedy at gmail.com. Yeah, hit me up. Please tell Shia to stop picking magic fights with Pinder. The heat is getting out of hand. So, uh, bear Jew. Stop doing that. The positive side of despair. I read that one. Please come to Spokane. I'm as soon as the baby's born, I'll plan a tour. Meaningless quotation that sounds smart and super deep, but isn't. Quote unquote. CC Red 95, 2018. Copyright CCR Industries. DD, my husband and I are farmers in eastern Washington. Hit us up if you ever need any help. I haven't been verified yet. Perhaps Dairy Bear. Welcome, Dairy Bear. I will. I might be using you to to grow my crops. Owen, oh, do you remember a band called Switchfoot? They have some meaningful songs, Easier Than Love and Foe, Midas, and Myself are probably my favorite. I don't know them, but the, the piano setup will be tomorrow. We will have music again tomorrow. I just really wanted to bang this one out today and, and talk about uh, my conversation with Weinstein. And I also felt a lot of despair. I, I've been missing my brother a lot. I'm just being honest. Like, I miss my brother tremendously. Uh, Big Bear... We farm high country sheep and deer in New Zealand. We also make manuka honey, which is amazing and super valuable. It's like 150 bucks a kilogram or $20 US an ounce. Also, can I be verified as Bear Pidget? It was a dog we used to have. Welcome, Bear Pidget. Sounds awesome. Go to unbearablesapp.com and register. Sitting on my porch watching the stream, and the mailman walked up and handed me my reluctant warlord shirt. Boom! Timing's everything. Much love, Big Bear. That's awesome, Daz Bear Brew. Daz Bear Stew. I named my son Ohm. His name means the, the uh, vibration of the universe. Love and truth is needed when making big decisions. That's awesome. My brother has a tattoo of Ohm on his ankle. Uh, Jenna just sent me. I, I had sent you a tweet before your band that we were planning on naming our baby boy 
Gus Owen. Well, here he is. Oh, it's uh, the title was I Named a Baby After You. Nice. Blessings to your family. I pray Amy has a smooth delivery of your newest bear cub. Thank you, Jenna. Your baby's adorable. That's uh, very heartwarming. Okay, and I have, uh, I'll do a, another stream either later today or tomorrow or something. Maybe I'll do one with uh, Amy or I'll do one with Artling. Because this is just too, uh, it's too shitty. It's too, uh, it's too pixelated. But I just want to uh, check in because I also want to talk about the, the walk away m- movement. It's fascinating, man. It's fascinating. All right, check out the vid on my channel. Tell me how it makes you feel, LOL. All right, I will later. This is too shitty today. I just want to say hi. Have a great, uh, have a great day, everybody. Much love. Peace. Be good. And comment on this video what I should grow and how I should grow it because I can't just keep cutting this fucking lawn. I mean, that's with gloves. And I have like, I don't have soft hands. All right, much love.